you're listening to the Queen of Calm podcast, the podcast for calm girls by a calm girl. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Queen of Calm podcast. I'm your host, Paisley Haddad. So I have to always start the episode out by thanking everyone who's been listening to the episodes and following along on social media. Um, If you're not following us, follow us at Queen of Calm podcast on Instagram. And we post a lot of fun games that have to do with communications as well as, you know, fun posts that you can share and also more information about our episodes and guests. So be sure to check it out there. And so this week, I'm so excited to share this episode because it's about something that's near and dear to my heart. Um, It's about PRSSA, which is a society that I've been a part of my whole college experience. So for those listening who don't know what PRSSA is, PRSSA stands for the Public Relations Student Society of America, a mouthful I know, but um, it's a kind of umbrella organization of a larger professional organization called PRSA, which is the Public Relations Society of America, which is something that you join after graduation and you get to meet, you know, other public relations professionals, you know, through that and go to national conventions. And it's just a great thing to be a part of in the future. And PRSSA prepares you for that fully. Um, If there's any, you know, high school seniors listening to this who are looking to get into PR, I highly recommend before you go to college, seeing if you're School has a chapter of PRSSA, you know, um, and if you do, joining it and looking into more of it before you get there, because I'll never forget, you know, before I came to Marist, I was so, you know, interested in PR and looking into all the clubs that they had to offer, and PRSSA was at the top of my list. And I've had so many great opportunities through there throughout my four years. I've been able to go on agency tours, which we'll get into a little bit more with my guest later on in the episode. Um, networking opportunities, not only with people in the industry, but also just fellow students in your class. You know, you can really lean on people who are in PRSSA because, you know, you know, they're like-minded students and they're really passionate about PR just like you are. Um, And also just unique opportunities that you get on campus that you couldn't get in any other, you know, club that has to do with that. So it's really great to be a part of and it really sets you up for the future. Um, And that kind of plays into the calm one of the week, which is the fact that this week, PRSSA National joined TikTok, which I think was a really smart move because they're obviously they're targeted towards co- college students who are at the their chapters at different schools across the country. Um, and so they've been creating some great content for their TikTok, and I've been enjoying following along with that. Um, and so if you're interested in joining PRSSA and you are currently in college or across the country, around the world, um, go to PRSSA.org and dues are due on March 1st. Um, I think, I think this is for every chapter, but for our chapter, they're usually $60, but they have a special right now where they're $41. So definitely jump on that. And it might be a lot of money for a college student, but it's definitely worth it. You get some great opportunities. Um, and so we're going to hear from my guest, which I'm really excited about. She's been a classmate of mine since freshman year, and she's a great PR student as well as, you know, PRSSA member. And she has a lot of great insights to share about not only PRSSA, but also, you know, her own experiences in PR so far with internships and everything. And so I'm just excited for everyone to hear the episode. And so stay tuned. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. So my next guest has had PR internships at firms such as BCW Global and Kettner Group Communications. And she is also the president of Marist College's PRSSA chapter. So please welcome to the podcast, Jenny Bradford. Welcome, Jenny. Thank you. I'm so excited to be on and get to talk to you. I'm so excited to have you on. Um, so just to start out, so... How did you get involved in PR and how did you get interested in communications? Um, so that's a good question. Um, in high school, I 
was so stressed about the concept of picking a major because I loved all of my classes. I was like just as interested in like Euro European history as I was like math. Like it was so hard for me to have to come up with one major that I wanted to do, but I knew that at the end of the day, my favorite part of all of it was when I got to write, whether that was like an essay in history or an English paper, I knew that writing was my favorite part of it. So um, that's when someone told me about PR because you can have a career that's centered in writing, but you never have to stop learning. You can go into new industries, you can help out with different types of businesses, different clients. And I really liked that because it kind of let me not totally pick yet exactly what I wanted to do, but do something that I knew would be fun and intriguing all the time. And like, they always talk about how it's never the same every day. And that's definitely what I wanted. Cause I know I like to learn new things and be like in that fast paced environment. So, so far I'm very glad I picked it. <laughs> um, and yeah, I love how you mentioned the writing aspect. I think that's such a big, you know, part of PR. So what are some things that you think that PR students could do to kind of build up that writing aspect? Hmm, that's a really good question too. Um, I know in the beginning, before we got too deep into getting to do internships and try the writing there, it was definitely helpful to write for things like the circle or like the school newspaper, different activities like that, wherever you are, that just kind of keep you in that mindset of like a more professional writing aspect, because it all kind of ties together, even though obviously like the way you write a pitch is a little different than like an article, but just, yeah, always making sure that there is a way to write and putting a lot of time and effort into the class projects, even if they don't go anywhere. Like I remember in PR writing tools, when we get to write a press release about like Ben and Jerry's, like it's not going anywhere, but it's so fun. So just kind of like always putting it all into all of that and taking other opportunities that are a little bit like off shoots too is cool. So um, you mentioned your internships as well. So, you know, you've had a variety of internships. <laughs> I've been at like in different departments so um is was there a difference between working in like a crisis communications department whether than you know normal communications pr internship what was that kind of balance like yeah definitely um the internship at bcw that you mentioned in crisis communication was very different than the rest of them because you kind of go into a normal day at a regular communication firm with like a general concept of what you're doing things definitely come out of the blue and you get something from a reporter that you didn't expect and it like changes up your schedule but with crisis like some of the strangest things were happening at 4 50 p.m and they're like oh nope now you're staying on till nine because you have to handle this like it's very different very unstructured but it was also so interesting because of that because like you were just jumping around and putting on different hats very quickly um so that was interesting but it was also a lot of monitoring conversations that you couldn't control Whereas with other PR things, you send your pitch and you're working with the reporter to get the story the way you're working for it to go. But then with the other one, there would be a crazy Twitter fight going on about our clients and there's nothing we can do but like monitor it and then like try to rein in the crisis after the fact. So it's definitely different. And I really like some element of control. So there were parts of the crisis that were just nutty, <laughs> like hard to figure out, but it was such a great experience. And that was the first time I've had like big name clients. I can't really talk about many of them on this, but that was the first time that like the things that I was doing were coming up in everyday life and people I knew were talking about the crisis too. And I was like, oh yeah, I'm working on that. <laughs> so it was really cool. And that's like one of the pros of like the big agency kind of thing like that. The clients are more exciting. <laughs> and that must've been such a valuable experience because, you know, with social media and everything, there's so many crises that can happen like in a split second. So I'm sure, you know, that was such a great, you know, experience to have. 
Yeah, definitely a volatile year to be in that internship too. <laughs> There's a lot of crises this summer, so always something going on. Yes. Um, so then your other internship that you currently have with Kettner. So what are kind of your duties there and what do you do like kind of day to day? Okay, so I've actually been with them for about a year now because I did, I started that for Marister Manhattan last January and I've kind of stayed with them with the exception of the little 10 week break I took to do um, the DCW internship. So I've gotten to a point now where I'm helping with, we're coming up with pitch ideas, we're sending it out to the reporters where our clients are all in retail technology. So they're not really like necessarily the everyday things. So it's less about Twitter. It's less about getting to the consumer and more of just trying to get other businesses to find us and know that these are like good tech solutions that could help them in their business. So it's a lot of trying to get them in trade publications, writing bylines, to try to get them like seen as a leader in the e-commerce space and just show these other businesses that they're good. So we do a lot of work with trade shows, a lot of uh, trade publications, um, do some like analyst briefings where we work with people who compile the giant lists of like best e-commerce solution providers for retailers, like that kind of thing. Um, so I'm at a point right now where it's definitely pretty split between researching new opportunities for them and just writing to keep up with the number of bylines and things we have because Kendra has a lot of clients with like small amount of hours so it's a lot of jumping around and trying to make the most of each budget and definitely some speedy writing at times. <laughs> and so you mentioned you've been with them for a long time and you know like we we're just talking about it's been such a crazy year so <laughs> you kind of witnessed that firsthand that uh, transition from the office to online so what was that like as an intern to go through that? Yeah, it was very interesting because the good thing about being with Kettner during that is the New York City office that I was interning in was actually a remote satellite office of their main headquarters in Texas. So they were already, there was four of us in the New York office and then the, mo the rest of the staff is in Texas and a few people are in Nashville. So we were already pretty used to using Slack to communicate with all those people because our client teams are across all the offices. So we were good at Slack, we were good at Zoom but it was definitely strange as an intern to take it home because I didn't have like the ability to like turn around and be like, oh, hey, how's this going? Like, is this what it's supposed to look like? I'd like schedule meetings. It was a lot more all of a sudden on my own <laughs> and a lot less like double checking in on everything because I just needed to be a bit more, not more productive, but just very much hands-off and I was just kind of doing it. Um, but because of that, I also think I got more opportunities because when everything was so hectic and a lot of the people were at home taking care of their families, there were more things which just kind of passed to me that might not necessarily have been. So I got to like move up a little bit quicker because they needed the help during all of the confusion. Yeah, I feel like there's been so many pros and cons with this virtual situation. Like so many more internships are available to more people like on the West Coast because you know, you can do it remote. And so what do you think is like a, the best tip for someone who is interning at home? What, what is the best way to make the best out of a virtual internship? I think it's probably just being really proactive because like I did the BCW internship that was 10 weeks completely remote. And it was very strange because you've never met any of these people. You don't have any like rapport with them. It's very confusing. You don't know if like, you know, some people in PR are very like chill and fun and other people are very strict and it's hard to get that over Slack and you don't really know the dynamics super well. But I would say the main thing is just, you have to be proactive because it would have been easier if you're in person to just turn around and make a new connection and start to network with people. You can't really just kind of accidentally do that 
in this format. So it's a lot of being comfortable reaching out to someone else that's on the Slack channel, reaching out to someone with their email, someone that you've heard of and they seem interesting, going out and getting that yourself and seeing if they'll set up a little 10 minute like coffee chat with you right after work. It's definitely more about that. And it is easier for them to kind of forget the intern because you're not sitting right next to them. So it's a lot of like, hey, I have time. Like, I'm here to help. So definitely recommend if you want to do these internships, like you got to do it. You got to make it as good of an experience for yourself as possible and reach out and let them know what you're looking for out of it. So in all of like my previous episodes, we've been talking about that sort of mantra, you know, it is what you make it. And that's yeah. just what you express like that. So another part is, you know, with all these internships, there are a lot more available because of, you know, the remote aspect, but there's also, they're also becoming more competitive because, you know, they have so many more applicants. So we've been talking about, you know, things that you can do on campus to really boost your resume. And one of those is PRSSA. So can you talk a little bit about, you know, PRSSA and what people should know about it? Yeah, totally. So I guess we'll just do like a little overview of what it is. Um, PRSSA is the student version of PRSA, which is the National Public Relations Society of America that is huge in the industry. So many professionals are in it because it is where you get the most industry updates, the conferences, the, um, the ethics are set by that. There's a lot of standards in the PR industry that all come back to PRSA. So being in that, you're more in the know and you're more you can be more professional if you're in it essentially. So PR SSA, the student version, and there's chapters all across the country. And at Marist, there's usually somewhere between 70 and 90 people in it. And our, um, we do a lot of the same events every year and a lot of switching it up. So we normally have agency tours where we go into New York City and visit all the different PR agencies. We usually do try to do like two or three in a day. And it's just a great experience to kind of actually get in there and get what you can't get in your classes, a bit more of like a seeing it in real life kind of thing. And then we have um, speakers that come in and talk about a variety of topics. We try to make it things that people in the club have expressed interest in before. We have workshops on resume building and things like that that are specific to PR. Um, and we also normally would have the PR brunch, which is our big event in the spring, where we bring back alumni and we call it the brunch and you get to <laughs> casually network and get to know all these people. And that's basically the overall takeaway. I think of PR say is just getting exposed to PR a little bit sooner and a little bit deeper and getting to network with a lot more people than you would meet without doing it. Yeah. And we've both been members since freshman year. And I just think it was so valuable to get to know not only, you know, PR and what it is, but also the people that you're going to be studying with for four years. I mean, like we were always in the same group of people, you know, going to these meetings and going to classes. So I think that was great to build a community in the PR major as well. Yeah, definitely. Because your peers in your class end up being so helpful because you can talk to them about how you've gotten internships, where you've been hearing about them, and then they end up being the people in your group projects. So it's good yeah. to know who are the people <laughs> who you want to be in group projects with because they're just as dedicated to it as you are. Yeah, and always when you're trying to pick for a group project, you're like, oh, well, she's in PRSSA, so you know she's going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do the same thing. <laughs> um, so kind of going off the agency tour. So, you know, obviously people probably won't be going on agency tours in the <laughs> immediate future, but, right. you know, just kind of walk listeners through like what a typical agency tour would be, because I know a freshman and sophomore especially get you know so intimidated by hearing like agency tour like oh my god like do I have to think about this now but it's such I thought it was such a fun experience 
Yeah, so normally we all just take the train in together and either walk or take another subway to whatever it is. And usually the board members and seniors are kind of guiding you along because it is definitely intimidating in our big group trying to find the agencies. Um, and then we'll go in and a lot of the time we'll go into like a conference room first and they'll tell us a little bit about the agency, about the clients, about what working there is like. If they have an internship program, they'll usually tell us about that. Um, and that tends to be led by a Marist alum. So there's a little bit of that, like, we know some of the similar people, they often like bring up LB, they'll bring up people that we all have in common. Um, and then they'll take us around the agency. They'll show us what it's like to actually work there. And for me, I went as a freshman and I was definitely nervous at first because I was like, do I need to have like a resume? Is this like a big moment for me? But it was actually just so helpful to see what it's like because you know, you're told you're going to write press releases and pitches, but you don't really know what day to day is like. So seeing that office environment definitely gave me a bigger picture of what my future is going to be like. Yeah, totally. Um, <clears throat> it was so valuable to be able to see, you know, how the office works, like you said, because um, I was just talking about this in one of my last episodes. I had a guest on talking about agency life. And so I, one of my questions to her was, you know, what do you just show up and like start writing press releases and have to have your media list? And she, you know, assured me that, oh, like you totally get, you know, on board into the process. So I thought that was really great to see, but also the agency tour, you know, without, you know, hearing that podcast or, you know, talking to someone through networking, you really, you know, get to see how an office works and what your future will be like. Um, and speaking of networking, so there's a lot of, you know, PRSSA slash PRSA events that you can go to. So I know you recently went to one of the conventions virtually that they have. So can you talk about what that experience was like? Yeah. So the virtual conference here was great. It was like four or five days of just constant speakers and presentations and networking hours. And it was awesome. <laughs> like if you ever are feeling like doubtful about your career, one of these conferences will swing you right back into it. It's so exciting. They talk about all the different great things that different companies are doing. Like, um, I know they had a big one that was like Ben and Jerry's going over all the things that they've done this year to stand out. And it's just so like motivational to hear all these people like at the top of their PR careers talking about it. And then they did like networking breakout rooms on Zoom where you could talk to other students and professionals and that was great. I've, this is the second time I went to a virtual one now because they did another one back in April. And that is exactly what I needed in April because when the world was falling apart, I was like, oh, this is so cool to hear that like these people are doing all these things from home and it's still just as thriving of an industry as ever. So they're great. And they're super fun when they can be in person too. I got to go to one in-person one at Temple University my sophomore year. And that was great too. I met so many other really cool students and got to hear from professionals from like a Philadelphia area that I hadn't really heard about that location of the industry. So they're great. I really recommend conferences. They make you feel so good about what you're doing. <laughs> um, what are your tips for kind of networking with these professionals that you see at these conventions or at internships? What is like your go-to thing when you want to network with somebody? Hmm. Um, I don't know. I've always found, I always think it's going to be so much scarier than it is to network. It seems like a big thing, but people love to talk about themselves. So I'll just <laughs> go up and ask them like, oh, how did you get to this position? Like, um, or ask them about a client, you know, that they have. I definitely recommend doing research in advance when you know who's going to be there, because then you know who you want to talk to and who you might have a couple of things in common to kind of warm you up. But it's, it's important to remember that like, if there's a networking event going on like people are just as looking to talk to you as you are to talk to them like it's an it's for everyone to build their networks 
So people are really open and have always been really nice at those things. So I think it's just kind of being yourself, going in, asking them questions, and then genuinely interesting and listening to them. Um, there's definitely sometimes where people go in and they're like, ask a question. You can see that they're kind of looking at somebody else, like they're going to go ask them something. Like you got to really stay engaged in the conversations. And yeah, you'll learn so much from people that way because everyone's had a very different path to get to where they are. Yeah, and um, that the connection doesn't stop just with college. You know, you can move on to PRSA. So um, do you plan to stay in the PRSA network? Yeah, definitely. Um, I know that our sponsor chapter for the Marist PRSA one, we work with the chapter that's in Westchester, New York and Fairfield, Connecticut. And I've been able to sit in on a couple of their meetings and events over the years. And it's great. It gives you a new perspective. It gives you tips and things that you can take back to your job. So it's super applicable and all the networking events is great. And I know that I've said this before, but there's legitimately times where applications will ask you if you're in PRSSA or you're in PRSA. And it's a really good thing to say. And then when you get to that internship, it's such a good talking point. Because I know that I've had internships where three other people with me were also on the board of their PRSSA chapter in college. Like it's a really good talking point because it is something that kind of weaves throughout the whole industry from the student level to the professional level. So. I definitely think I'll keep it on there for all those benefits. I think it really is super worth it. Yeah. And recently I've been like kind of going on like the podcast, Instagram and following like different PRSSAs just to, you know, have people interested in the podcast. And I've seen so many different like Instagrams. It's so funny, like how all these different colleges like operate. Like I think ours is so great, but then you see other people and you're like, wow, that's cool too. And that's cool too. So it's just cool that, you know, it's the same organization, but it just fluctuates all over the country. Yeah, totally. It's kind of like, oh, like a professional version of like a sorority where people like all have this thing in common. They're like, oh yeah, I was in that sorority. Like it's helpful to be able to go in and like know that someone else who's experienced similar things as you, there's something to talk about, you know, that they're driven. Like it's definitely a great connection opportunity. Yes. And I feel like a lot of people are intimidated because they're like, oh, you have to pay dues and like you get this official title like PRSSA and everything. But as you mentioned before, with the brunch and everything, there's a lot of fun aspects to it. So what is like your favorite fun event that PRSSA does? Hmm. I do love the brunch because it is <laughs> free food and that is great when you're in college and it's very fun and casual networking. But I also love we normally have a holiday social, which is just around like Christmas time and we have made cookies, we've made gingerbread before and just do like normal club things that aren't career focused because like I love the people in PRSA these are the people in my classes people I see all the time so just getting to like hang out with them and that kind of setting is really fun too um yeah I love all of them <laughs> <laughs> um so kind of moving away from the PRSSA topic onto another topic so in one of my recent episodes I was talking to a business major who's strictly you know finance business and she was talking about oh there's such a connection between you know PR and business and how you have to kind of work together to make your company successful so I know you have a business minor as well as your PR major so what do you think is like one of the best takeaways you've had so far taking both business and PR classes? I think the business classes have really helped round out my understanding of the clients I'm going to be working with because a lot of the decisions in a business is going to come down to the finances. It's going to come down to their competitor analysis, their economic decisions, like the kind of things that you learn in your business classes. So it's been really helpful for me to have an understanding of that when we're talking to clients about 
maximizing their budget or we're talking to them about how they're intimidated by a competitor that's making more money than them and then we understand that like we have to work them up in the same areas and play off of different elements of it i think it's helped me just kind of understand where the clients are coming from more and there's also been times where it's been directly helpful like when we're applying a client for an award and it's asking questions about like this type of month like how much do they make before this and this and this and like i can go back to my accounting classes in my head um so there's a lot of ways that it's helpful and then the business minor also includes marketing classes which also just kind of rounds out pr because they go together marketing tends to be a little bit more about like a particular product and less about making a whole brand reputation but it all comes down to making sure the company looks as good as it can and can succeed so it's i think it's been really helpful and i think it's kind of pulled made sure that i understand it from a whole round circle of viewpoint that's not just strictly pr which is the same thing i think when you have a major in advertising or journalism with it i think it's good to just broaden that so you can have like a bigger perspective on it yeah i totally agree and um you know something that comes up in classes all the time is how teachers talk about you know making those pr wins you know valuable to these companies because you know if you say like oh i got you know your ceo in five magazines you know someone who's in business who doesn't really know the PR aspect must think like, oh, you know, that's easy, but really it took all this work and everything. So I feel finding that balance of what business language to use to kind of show your PR wins is important as well. Yeah, definitely. That's a really good point. Yeah, super helpful. You got to put it in the terms that fit with that bottom line a lot of the times. Yeah. So here's another question for you. So I asked this to all my guests. So who is your favorite girl boss? And it doesn't have to be in calm. It can be just someone who inspires you, but who is it for you? Hmm. And, you can't have, and you can't have more than one because a lot of people have had more than one. Which <laughs> I think we all have more than one girl boss, but. Yeah, I was gonna say, I've met so many really awesome women who have done great things with their careers. But I guess my, the first thought that kind of comes to mind is Brandy Boatner. I think you've met her at Crunch before. She is this just like kick, but woman in PR and I've met her through PR essay because she was like the chapter liaison between the professional version and our student version. And she is awesome. When I first met her, she was like a social influencer at a global PR firm that's kind of by my hometown. And now she's the manager for digital advocacy at IBM. So her career has been all over the place, but super cool. Always it's these big name companies. And she is just a wonderful light. Every time she's in a room, you just like, there's such a great energy off of her and she really makes you feel good about where you are at your time. So whenever I get to see her at a networking event or whatever, I get a chance to call her about Pierce to say things. I really want to have a career like hers and be as like able to give back to. She's so good about that all the time. Like she's so busy, but she will never pass up a chance to call or like to talk and help you through it too. So that's something that I know I want to do later on in my career because it it's a, it's a hard career to like, you need connections and all these things. So I wanna make sure that I help moving forward because I've been helped to get to this point where I am too. Oh yeah, I would love to have Brandy on the podcast. Um, I met, I did meet her at the brunch and I'll never <laughs> forget her talking about like how there should be a class to help women like ask for a raise. And I just thought that was such a great idea. Like shout out Maris, like <laughs> add that to your curriculum. But I just think that's such a great idea she had. And then she spoke again to, I think it was a so center for social media event. And she just had such great like insights on the industry and like looked at things differently than just like, oh, business. And like, this is like the, by the book, she always had like such unique outlooks on things. Yeah, definitely. And such the, 
good person to have as like a mentor because she will tell it like it is if you if you're getting ripped off by your job she will tell you and she will tell you how to fix it and that's so awesome definitely something that I want to be able to do in my career so I think she's probably it's a good first thing to come to my head for a girl boss because she's definitely one <laughs> yes and I and I love this question because you know so many people haven't heard of like Brandy or other people that other guests have mentioned I think it's so great because one of my goals in creating this podcast was to spread the girl power all around. So this is a great way to connect everyone. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Jenny. This has been such a great chat. I'm so excited to have you on this episode. And, um, you know, you've been a great, you know, classmate of mine over these years and a friend. So I'm so glad to have you on. Thank you. Thank you for letting me chat. I can give a tiny little sneak peek for next semester. We have a really big event for PRSSA in the works. And I am very excited about it. Super career focused, super networking, and all safe and virtual. So stay tuned <laughs> for more about that because I am very excited. Wow, now I'm excited for that. Can't wait to hear about it. And that's our episode. Be sure to tune in next week for more tips and tricks of the trade. Peace out, calm girls.